What is up, Stu? Studians. Happy Thursday, pre-Friday, practice Friday, Friday Eve. September 23rd, 2021, episode number 105 of the study session. This is your host here, Jeremy Ritz, bringing it to you, bringing the energy, bringing the passion, bringing the noise for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Are you ready? Two days to go until the weekend. Four days to go until the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Cincinnati Bengals in Pittsburgh. And don't give up on the season just yet. Don't give up on the season just yet. There is still time. There is still hope. But I'll say this. The Bengals are coming into town. Loaded for bear. They're going to be ready to go. They've got a good quarterback in Joe Burrow. Not a great offensive line. And it's not going to be easy, but the Steelers got to get it done. As I like to start the show, start every one of these sessions, want to express my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to my work, listening to the Still Study podcast, listening to the study sessions, reading my articles, sharing my work with your family and friends. It means the world to me. Gratitude to you for continuing to share, continuing to support. Would love to connect with you. Please reach out to me via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. You can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, my beautiful, beautiful studians. And so again, we're getting close to game time, getting a little fired up. I wrote an article on Wednesday about Pat Fryermuth and how, yes, I'm declaring him the new TE1. He is the new starting tight end. He's out snapped Eric Ebron in the first two contests. He has been more productive, though not by much. He's more reliable, and I believe he is the answer to opening this offense up and to help being one of the reasons why it could get on track because it never was on track. Pat Freyermuth is that guy, and that's what I want to talk about here today. It all starts with the sure-handedness of Pittsburgh Pat. Just like my good friend Jim Wexel, he's the nickname guru while I'm taking my swing. I'm dubbing Pat Freyermuth, Pittsburgh Pat. Let's see if it sticks. But in camp, Freyermuth had sticky hands, and those sticky hands have continued into the regular season. He has not shown inconsistency, the inability to pull in passes. He showed that he can, in fact, make the grab. Alex Kazor from the Depot reported that Freyermuth had the highest catch rate of any Steelers Receiver that he's tracked during his time and following the Steelers in training camp at 97%. He's gotten it done. He got it done in the preseason. He showcased his ability to get down the field and get open in the end zone on those two touchdown passes against the Lions from Big Ben. And he's poised to break out. And if there's one area we know that Ben Roethlisberger is struggling to really attack. It's the middle of the field. He's throwing the short passes. He's attacking the perimeter. But for whatever reason, he won't Statistically, 
beyond 10 yards. Snapped over the Eric middle of the Ebron, field. 62 to and that's 51 where in the comes first into play. two that's where contests. Pat comes into play because his Which skill set. I wasn't anticipating him to have more snaps than Ebron until later in the season, the but field. the fact that that's happened so soon shows the ben confidence that the organization has with him and, and Freyermuth, and that's only going to continue to expand. And week. time after time, we continue to see Eric increase. Ebron, while he does this make a nice catch, have a big gain, a big play every so often, when he's called upon in big moments, there was a third down conversion that he dropped last week. That type of inconsistency just harms the offense. And it's not what the offense needs. It's not going to help this offense improve. It's not going to help this offense get the running game going. And you're going to get more consistency from Pat Framruth. So far in these two games, he has caught five passes for 60 yards with a long of 24, which is not bad for a rookie tight end. And I know we always look to Heath Miller as the standard bearer for the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to the tight end position. And when you look at Miller's rookie year, he caught 39 balls for 459 yards and six touchdowns. And by no means, please, let me caution you, I am not saying that Pittsburgh Pat is going to be Heath Miller, nor am I saying that he is anywhere near to the level of performance that Miller was his rookie year. But he does have the potential to be excellent, to be a contributor. And if you would forecast out, just based on these two contests that Freyermuth has played over the 17-game schedule, he would finish with a better statistical season than Heath Miller. He'd end up with 42 receptions and 510 yards. Now, that's assuming that he could keep up such a pace. But more importantly than that, forget the yardage, forget the catches. It's about having a reliable target who can make the big play, the big catch that can sustain a drive on third down and especially help attack the middle of the field. And that's what Freyermuth can do. That's what I think they start to do this weekend against the Bengals. Ben knows he has to attack the middle of the field. It's a nice complimentary receiver to the studs they have on the outside. And if they can get that part of the passing game going, that again, that's going to do wonders for the complete offense. So again, expect those Muth chants to be in full force, full throat this weekend. I predicted last weekend that he would have had a touchdown catch. That didn't materialize. But he is due to break out just as just as Najee Harris is. And maybe this is the weekend where both of them together in tandem flash of what's in store for the future of this Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. So again, not waiting for any type of declaration in the Steelers depth chart or from Coach Tomlin. They're not going to say it. The snaps bear it out. The production bears it out. Pat Freyermuth is your new tight end number one for the Pittsburgh Steelers and for years to come. And so the Cincinnati Bengals. Early look at the team. Again, very talented quarterback in Joe Burrow returning from an ACL tear. He has not shown any signs of still being hobbled by that injury. 
He has been productive in his first two contests, but what he's been plagued by is akin to what Roethlisberger has been plagued by his first two games, and that is a leaky offensive line. And he has been pressured, he has been harassed and hurried, and he has been sacked several times. And it's going to be very important this weekend for the Steelers' pass rush to get home. If they could pressure Burrow, as the Chicago Bears did last week, they could force him into mistakes and into turnovers. Burrow threw three interceptions last week. So Melvin Ingram off the edge, paired with whomever else that will be outside. Whether that's Jameer Jones, if Alex Highsmith is down because of his groin, and if TJ Watt is still down because of his groin. It's not the ideal of who you would like to have out there, but it's got to be the next man up. The standard is the standard. If they could get pressure consistently, force Burrow into mistakes, the Steelers should win this game by at least 10 points. Now, here's the big catch. If they can't get home, and in my season preview, I said this, Burrow, I believe, is a good quarterback. They have a nice set of receivers. If they can't get home, if Burrow has time, This is not going to be an outcome that we want for the Steelers in this game. I'm just saying it now. If there is no pressure on Burrow, the outcome will not be good. It's all going to come down to pressure. Have to get this win. Got to have it. Got to win these AFC North Divisional games. Got to win the AFC games. Big matchup. Let's go Steelers. Let's make it happen. And studying. With that, that is the conclusion. I'm going to let you get your Thursday started right now. This Thursday, September 23rd, episode 105. Love you guys. Thanks for joining me again here today. Drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at stillstudy. Let's connect. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, let's get you on the show. Let's make it happen. And listen, make this Thursday great. Enjoy it. Enjoy the people in your life. Do something good for someone. Be a good human being. I'll see you back here tomorrow where we will rock a Friday episode of the study session. Be on the lookout for a new Still Study podcast. And let's get it going, man. Weekend's coming up. Let's rock the bangles. Peace.